from the fabulous and famous Fitzpatrick's Castle Hotel in Dublin, Ireland. You're listening to the award-winning What's the Story podcast. Now, here's your hosts, Danny Murray and Graham Merrow Merrigan. Hello and welcome along to Graham, what chapter is it again? <laughs> Chapter 69. <laughs> it's childish. It's childish, but I don't care. <laughs> Chapter 69 of What's the Story podcast. My name is Danny Murray, and. Of it is. Like. Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, just can you address the rumor for me? What rumor? So I've heard a couple of rumors now about you. What? Well, well the main one involves if it's true. The song Rhythm is a Dancer was actually wrote about you. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what you were on about. <laughs> no, it's not. No. And was Britney Spears' Womanizer wrote about you? Possibly. You're a womanizer. Uh, That's Britney a great Spears song. Stronger was my, uh, written about me. That's a belter of a song. I love the video too. Where she's standing on the chair and the yeah. chair's spinning. Yeah. You went to see her, didn't you? I did. Vegas. <laughs> it was amazing. Great show. I loved it. Oh, she was class, man. She's roasting She was my here. first uh, kind of music crush. Yeah. yeah. We might talk more about that. But first we're like we we've had this part where I pretend like nobody knows who it is. Yeah. And I've learned over the last few weeks, right? I put up a blurb before each episode and then I introduced the person as if nobody has read that. So it's ridiculous. Like so but every person play because like, they know who they're going yeah, to be yeah. yeah, Exactly. So I'm a gobshite essentially. But <laughs> anyway So who was our chapter sixty nine guest? She has returned the Olympian herself, Saskia Tidy, thank you for coming into us. No, it's good. I'm glad I've been chosen for, you know, number 69. I yeah. feel very privileged. So you, you had one. <laughs> this is set up, was it? What <laughs> was it? Like, <laughs> uh, truth be told. 100% was Everything happens for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> you originally joined us back on chapter 7. Okay. 7? No way. Yeah. Whoa. Oof. That's feels like ages ago now that's a long time ago yeah so um and now here we are 62 chapters later you're an olympian yeah yeah bizarre yes. bizarre incredible yeah bizarre. congratulations by the way thank you very much yeah it's actually it's it's good to come home and share with everyone yeah we're going to be talking loads about this because i have loads of ridiculous questions about the olympics uh, i and bet i bet stuff in general but first graham we're coming from the fabulous and famous Fitzpatrick Castle Hotel. Yep. Have you, have you had two dinners in here today? We have, yeah. No, I came up for lunch. Ah, okay. All right, work. yeah. I'm sweating. Yeah. It's roasting. Remember in that old place, it used to be very cold and drafty. Oh, it's freezing, yeah. There's a heater on behind me and it's... Do you want me to turn it off? I might. Do you know what? It's a luxury to be able to You're just to trying that. to replicate Rio for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I seen you putting up on Instagram earlier saying you're not able for this. No, cold I weather. just can't. Like I can see, like I'm like transparent at the moment. <laughs> like I'm never this color. What's going on? So yeah, we just decided. You know what? We'll hotbox the room. That's what we're <laughs> yeah, <saying. laughs> much you more need to now. get the real feel. That's it. Yeah. Um, was it roasting the real? Yeah, it was. It was grand. Like it's there winter, but it's still warm. You know, yeah. um, oh, we were right there in December, and it was about 45 degrees Celsius, and it was horrible. Ugh. I mean, disgusting. 45? Yeah. I, I'd be I, gone. Would, I would die. No, no it's not nice at all. As well. Not at all. I wouldn't be. I'd just be a big puddle on the ground, just 
melted. I'd be moaning and whinging and uh, yeah. give me a shade. I know everything gets a bit aggro in that condition. It's not Definitely. nice. No, it's yeah. not nice at all. You, like, I mean, it's almost as if you could do with the benefit of lovely air-conditioned bedrooms. Yeah. Like the ones available here in the Fitzpatrick Castle Hotel. That's that, it. That's you it. know, that's so. It. Was the food good? Yeah, Brazilian food's... Oh, yeah, it is. It is pretty good. I mean, like, when you get past your average sort of white rice and black beans sort of yeah. dinner, it was pretty good. A lot of meat and barbecuing and... Was, that yeah, sounds, that it sounds good. like my yeah, favorite thing. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Almost the same as the summer barbecue we had up here in Fitzpatrick Castle. How many do you reckon I can get in tonight? No, <laughs> stop it now. Okay, yeah, just uh, check out the Dungeon <laughs> Barn Grill uh, FitzpatrickCastle.com. Don't forget to check them out on Facebook as well. The bottomless fit barbecue and all. It was, yeah. Like, you've missed out. You'll just have to come up to the restaurant if you missed out on the bottomless barbecue. I actually did a bit of my uh, training here in the Fitzpatrick Castle oh, when I first started. Yeah, yeah, in the gym. Yeah. yeah. In the early days. In the early days, I it is. It. Yeah. Yeah. And now, look, Olympian. I don't there see if they should have that in a post. They should you know, definitely yeah. have it down there. Um, should open the new <coughs> women's toilets or something. <laughs> <laughs> the red, red ribbon. <laughs> they're, yeah. re, they're refurbishing it, so they should get you. Yeah, they should. They should have the Saskia Tidy wing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, well, I mean, they're having a great American wing, aren't they? <laughs> Shut up, no, they're not. Well, I mean, the, amount of, the amount of brown <laughs> envelopes that you ran through here, like... That's outrageous allegations. Just saying, man, just saying. Um, yes, Graham, it's time for housekeeping. You're getting better. I feel as though you could give me more, though, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I didn't know... That was a I got bri- stressed there. I didn't know what to say, and I'm always trying to think of the jingle that I do the week before, and I always forget, and I do yeah. a brand new one. I'll, I'll be honest. I just said "Give me more" because that was a Britney Spears reference, and we'd been just talking. Oh. <laughs> so, Heat's getting to you. Yeah. He is getting I just, to me. Straight over your head, didn't it? Um, it's getting to that time of year again. No, not Christmas. David Attenborough time. Unreal. Planet Earth is back. Planet Earth two. The air in November. The trailer is out at the moment. I watched it on... You sent it to me on Friday or Saturday, I think. Yeah, yeah. I tagged you on Facebook. Yeah, and then I watched it again on um, Monday. Monday morning. And it already had like 30-something million views. Are you serious? Like a trailer. It's amazing. Like that's... What the hell? People love David Attenborough. Well, how long is it since the first one? 2006, so 10 years. You're joking me. Yeah. 10 years. 10 years since the first one. Oh, my God. That's right, actually, because I bought the box set in 2008 in Cambodia for like three euro. It's not a bad price to pay yeah. for a box set, if yeah. I'm being honest. Do you like David Attenborough as well? Yeah, I actually saw that trailer. I actually shared it on my Facebook. I was pretty impressed with the draft, like yeah. battling the tiger off or whatever. Did you, did you, see, yeah, yeah, did yeah. you see Africa last year yeah. with the draft fight? No. Yeah, that oh was unreal. God. Africa was sensational. Giraffes fight by literally just swinging their neck at one another. Jesus. It is, like, I mean, it's vicious. Like, it's, like, Conor McGregor has nothing on giraffes. What happens if they break a neck? Ah, they're dead. Ah, uh, yeah, That's put it. down. Well, I'm speculating there. They <laughs> just, have to be. They're not, like, automatic. hanging. Yeah. <laughs> just load of sideways giraffes. They're kind of like horses, though, aren't they? Um, they gallop like horses. They, yeah, they kind of prance, don't they? They, they prance like, about and... Yeah. So, when a horse breaks their neck, they get put down. I think if I was an animal, I'd be a giraffe. Really? Yeah. It got the height going for me. That's yeah, true. That's, that's true. true. I forgot who told you where yeah. when we met down the People's Park. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. until you until walked in there for a second, I was like, yep, she's as tall as she was last time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
I, what would you be? I'd, I'd like to think I'd be like a bear or a wolf, but I would probably end up being like a fucking flamingo or something. <laughs> there you go. Something, something awfully flamboyant with a terrible taste in music. <laughs> what would you be? I don't know. I like elephants a lot. They're very emotional creatures. Yeah, there's a there was a clip um, on Facebook earlier on where a man was going down a, a stream. Yeah, and a herd of elephants were going across the stream, and the last elephant, which looked like a bit of a baby elephant heard this man's screams and he legged it over and saved this man from the stream no way yeah this actually man? I think I saw that yeah. I think I saw a video or something like that like, yeah it's just seen it to yeah. sit they're, they're good luck aren't they in India something yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're well revered they'd be worshipped over there yeah they yeah. they're, they put dust paint yeah. uh, colours on them or paint or something like that isn't there a member of the royal family who has like an elephant charity I'm almost certain. Yeah, yeah. I'm almost certain it's like a relation of the royal family. So, like, it's not like Prince Charles, like, but it's definitely one of them. The oldest and monarch in the world passed away this week. Thailand. Yeah. Yeah, seeing that. Mental. Yeah. One year of mourning. A full year. Oof. Not even. That's a bit depressing. Yeah. <laughs> not even Kim <laughs> Jong. Black. Kim Jong Il didn't even get that. <laughs> when I was the, in the North uh, Koreans are mad. When I was in Thailand, he was threatening to die. My love being threatening is around. Threatening. I was going to say, what, like he was going on the news and being <laughs> like, lads, threatening you now. Getting your black. <laughs> threatening to me because I just spent the year of travel and uh, he was going to stop me from getting home if he was to pass away. Because your man, someone was telling us in the reception of the hotel that if the king passes away, he could look trying to get home. Really? Because everything just shuts down Jeez. at least for three to four days. That's mad, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's like when the snow hits Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know what's going on. <laughs> very fair. Oh, man, I, like, I love snow, but I hate snow. It's great snow. 2010 was great. I love going away to the snow, but I don't like when the snow comes here. It's like, you don't live here, snow. Shh. No, I love looking at it. Mm. No. Does it not cause you a lot of traction yeah, problems? Yeah, I need... Uh, what are those? Snow tires. or something. <laughs> huskies. Yeah. Huskies. Fucking That snow in 2010 was a nightmare. Um, Try to tell you about what I seen that year involving Huskies. No, 2010. I think it was 2010. That the, big tick snow. The last year that we had like unbelievable snow. That as you're coming um, down the Whiteville Road towards the M50, just at the top of the hill there. Did you see Huskies? I did. Uh, no. St John's School. I'm not messing. I was in the van, right? Did someone release them? No, it, it was this bloke. I'm like, he must have been waiting for snow because. <laughs> Like, he had a little sled. I'm not messing with you. And four Huskies. And he was bombing down the road. There's Unbelievable. Terrence was there with their wheels spinning, trying to get, like, around from Ballybrack Village to go up towards the graduate. And he just comes through the lights, four dogs, hurling along. And he was just, he looked like the happy, he was like, lads, today is the day. Clever man. Unbelievable. I was like, that's it. I, I needed, like, a pack. I needed a pack of dogs. She got the Labrador out. Oh, Cleo. She got Wallace. Yeah, Cleo, like... She does go to water sports because she's a walrus, but she doesn't run. What was she like in the snow? That snow. Bemused. Really? Literally, like, she... <laughs> like, it was literally, like, two... Her front two paws went out and was like, oh, no. Nope. <laughs> like, she, she tried to reverse. Like, she didn't even turn or go out and turn around to get the back paws cold. She literally just tried to reverse back in the door and I was like, Class. get out. She's a mad thing. I found uh, a terrible challenge when I was getting out of my car and going into the house... Getting off a corp, I fell on me back. No way. It was too slippy. It was, it was not when the snow, when the, the oh, day one it. of the snow was lovely. 
when it's fresh. Oh, when it gets grey and melts. When it's melts and day three, day four, it melts and just ice. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, when it gets to that kind of mush and then that mush freezes overnight and that just becomes ice. Mm. Like, I fell about four times walking to car park into my job. (laughs) Genuinely, like, and like, it wasn't a long walk. Like, there was nothing arduous about it. It was literally just, whoop. That was the year uh, RT filmed your man accidentally slipping. I was just about to say, where is he gone? He's a hero. (laughs) Absolutely. I would say he just gets voted employee of the month every (laughs) month in his job. He must hate the snow of all people. Didn't Republica Telly do a a A spoof catch-up? Yeah, yeah. They did a spoof catch-up of him. Have you ever seen it? It's very funny. It's incredible. Yeah. What? Yeah, no. It's funny. I like going away to the snow, but... I. Yeah, when snow comes here. If it's here for a day... Have I'm you ever like, gone away to the snow, though? Yeah, Switzerland. Have you? Grindelwald. No way. That's where I grew up, that area. What? Yeah, no in the way. winter, yeah. Grindelwald's amazing. Yeah, we, have you ever been to Vengen? Oh, I don't remember. I remember yeah. Grindelwald and I remember Interlaken yeah. and Bern, but that's a big city, yeah. so that's easy to remember. Yeah. That's Inter- Interlaken is insane. Yeah. But yeah, there's, there's a big, like, toboggan yeah. track where, like... Amazing. What's the story with that, right? It's toboggling, you're basically, you get to the top of the hill, you hand the money, they hand you a tea tray, and just point. And it's like... Good luck. Yeah. Like, there's no instructions, there's no <laughs> safety demonstration, there's no kind of, like, there's no nothing. It's literally just hand to you and point, and I'm going downhill, so. But the problem is, the bus that brings you up to the top of the hill, yeah. like, overlaps the track at several of the points. So if you saw you'll just hear this, like, burp, 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 or whatever, and you're like... Oh, bus. So you have to get off, like, but you're going at a fair whack of speed, like. So, at least that's what I remember before I hit the tree. <laughs> so. And you grew up in Switzerland? Yeah, in the winter, like, um, I didn't sail as a kid. Um, so, I grew up skiing. So, I grew up, um, like, living here, obviously, during the year, we go out, kind of, did a lot of mitching from school now, I have to say, yes. out there in the snow, uh, <laughs> skiing. So, yeah, it was actually one of the hardest things to have to give up when I was training, because, like, I just love it. Like, it's the one thing I know how to do. I was on skis 10 months, so it's the one thing I know how to do, like, without thinking about so you could Amazing. be a Winter Olympian as well. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I have a lot of respect for those for those guys and girls doing it. Yeah, but no, I love it just to do it for fun. But yeah. see, so. I, I I was told now, like, as like the, the grown ups were allowed to have skis, but not this numpty. <laughs> they were like, they just took one look at me and just went toboggan. <laughs> <laughs> There is no way. <laughs> there is no way you have the coordination for two planks of wood and the end of your feet, but <laughs> you were going down on your arse, yeah, and that's the end of fiber, it. Carbon fiber, whatever, yes. man, whatever. <laughs> I was I was budget skiing, <laughs> two sheets of plywood <laughs> downhill. Skiing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Switzerland's amazing. I love Switzerland. Since Switzerland with school, it was gorgeous. Um, well, I wanted to say something else about the David Attenborough thing, and now it's oh, oh yeah. The, um, when is does we know when it's starting? Yet? November, definitely November. Yeah, hundred percent November. On BBC One. BBC One. It's, hopefully, it's a Sunday night, is it? Did it not used to do it on a Thursday night? Africa was on a Thursday night. Yeah, but the Planet Earth was on a Sunday. That's what, actually Frozen Planet was on a Sunday as well. Lord, did you watch Frozen? No, I haven't Planet? seen Frozen Planet. Oh, it's so good. David Attenborough is just unreal. so much yeah. stuff we're missing out on, isn't there? Like yeah, not having yeah, to like, see like. 100%. Incredible. The one he did for Sky as well, the Galapagos. 
Yeah, mm. yeah. That's amazing. Like, I, I would happily sit there with a hangover and just let David Attenborough's voice soothe me back to being a full Normal. human. Yeah. But you start getting vulnerable and all because you just want <clears> them to read you a bed night story. <laughs> a, a bed night story? A bedtime, bed night <laughs> Bedtime story. He, like, he's a treasure, but, like, he's, he, getting, he's getting on a bit. He was talking yesterday in the press, um, or no, today in the press, because uh, Silverback Gorilla. Ah, that, was a, that was a couple oh, of days yeah. ago, Graham. No, <laughs> for the purpose of Chapter 69, last week, um, man. a Silverback Gorilla escaped from London Zoo. Really? And he was commenting on it, saying that, you know, he was felt sorry for the gorilla, the gorilla's enclosure in London Zoo, that they don't get enough yeah. space and they don't have enough privacy yeah. like in the wild Silverbacks love their privacy and yeah. they're very proud and uh, he was giving out about it what Fair do you think enough. of those? there's a part of me that is completely okay with them and there's a part of me that's like totally like I'm, I'm 50-50 yeah I'm 50-50 yeah, I kind of feel like maybe if they're born in the zoo and they yeah. know nothing else that's alright but I yeah. feel like we you know obviously when they have to bring new species in like I mean like those breeding programs yeah. and all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think saying. I think the whole uh, blackfish thing with SeaWorld oh, really God. put me off the yeah. whole capturing them in the wild and putting them into captivity thing. But at the same time I'm very conscious of the fact that I'd have never seen a polar bear if it wasn't for the zoo. That's true actually. So very true. That's know, a great point. Yeah. That's kinda how I look at it. Like there are certain animals I know for a fact I would not have seen if it wasn't for a zoo or like a wildlife garden like Fowler or but something I like that but I seen um, in Tokyo Zoo uh, a tiger and um, it was one of those Bengal Bengal tigers yeah. Bengal tiger, yeah. and the, his enclosure was ridiculous and he was just going round the circles round and when you say ridiculous in a bad way like oh it was awful really I was, it was tiny oh Jesus yeah I don't like the one thing I'll say with Dublin Zoo is especially now since they opened up that the the um, the African plains, like yeah, it's they, huge. they do have a fair whack of space. Like I haven't been there since I was sixteen. I need to go. You do. It's a I haven't been there in ages either. No. Yeah, I need to go. It's a good place to go on a day. Just Tinder boy there. Yeah, you got, got your back. I'll boy. keep that in mind. Do not in the not in the zoo though, at the winter time because like animals that like in look we don't like the winter. An awful lot of dogs, especially in the African plains, they're not going to enjoy the winter. So you're going, you're looking at animals that are literally standing in the same spot, afraid to move. Freezing. Because they're freezing. All of them trying to keep behind the rhino so that the rhino farts to get heat. Like, <laughs> it's do you see that kind of thing. Like, do the summer barbecue thing? Yeah. That's they do amazing. weddings and everything, man. What? Yeah, you can get married in Dublin Zoo. It's a bit much having a barbecue in the zoo. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> 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 barbecue on the animals. <laughs> <laughs> what's, on the what? menu? what's on the menu today lad uh, Lucy Leopard <laughs> yeah the alligator yeah um, the, again jumping back to David Attenborough thing one of the things that I'm really excited about with this series is that Hans Zimmer is doing the music for it oh my god love Hans Zimmer he of like pretty much every film ever soundtrack I know the name but just remind me of some of the soundtracks uh, he's done uh, all the Christopher Nolan films basically so Inception all the Batman films with Christian Bale. That's how big Attenborough's documentaries are going mm. now. Yeah. Um, it's 90 as well. Like. Yeah, like, he's old, but like amazing. Um, Hans Zimmer also done like, the Da Vinci Code. and What's the other one? Da Vinci Code, the second one? Uh, Angels and Demons. Yes, that one. Um, Crimson Tide, Dawn to Red October. All them. He's amazing. The Da Vinci Code soundtrack's unreal. Oh, stop. I love those films. I love that with an orchestra. I've gone mad into orchestras lately. <laughs> Like, I'm, I'm turning into, essentially, a 17th century old man. Just 
ripping up the Mozart like <laughs> I didn't think those two words get in the same sentence. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. <laughs> they, they do in the Murray household. Yeah, in the shower? Yeah. How would you sing along to Mozart in the shower? You don't. You play air violin. <laughs> <laughs> or sometimes if you want to get really, you, you do. Did you know that? It's not a drum, it's a cymbal thingy. Cymbals. And you just smack down together. Smack down together. But you don't actually have them, so you just clap. And then your mouth's like, you are right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, she's like, he's at that clapping shit again, you know. <laughs> dad, yeah, yeah, we'll get him checked out, don't worry. Um, yeah, actually, because you two were athletes, and I'm not. Um, do you, like, I'll ask you first to ask you, because I suppose with the Olympics and that, like, so you and Andrea before, like, you were going out onto the water or whatever, would you just have, like, a playlist that would, like, rev up or something or is that completely cheesy no like i mean i definitely know people do um <clears throat> i tend not to because i try not to work myself into a state of kind of Tension focusing right. yeah i'm very much the opposite like i'll just keep like having the chats with people until we have to hit the water and completely keep my mind off things until i have to okay. yeah um uh, might be a different approach to a lot of people but no it's a relaxed approach uh like if i'm driving to a match or whatever i'd blare some music yeah but it's not be it's not to get into a zone or anything like that rocky. Just relax, zone, like. rocky yeah. yeah i'd rather just be relaxed and be normal yeah. i love like music when i'm training in the gym like i think something what, what would be in our playlist for that then? Just, i don't know like i'm the worst person to ask about that i don't really have a genre <laughs> like i'm a weirdo like that like i love a bit of like reggae and stuff as well reggae yeah yeah i've recently been introduced to k fire who's a new zealand like reggae group they are sick like people should check them out they're pretty good i love a bit of reggae like no. k fire unbelievable check out yeah. people of new zealand i find that that it's very intense if someone is yeah oh yeah like see the big headphones you have on yeah if so, one of the lads from the bulls is actually after taking up listening to his big headphones before a match it's like what's going on here lebron <laughs> i <laughs> lebron <laughs> i i used to you know like not to like get me mad motivated or that but i used to just like just sort of zoning out with music or whatever or like you said if it's down the gym or whatever the case may be although in the gym not really because Lindsay was in here so I didn't really get a chance <laughs> to listen to any music. <laughs> but like, doing that, I tend to. But like, I can remember, uh, we were playing an away match once. And I had my earphones in. I was just sitting, just staring at the distance. But obviously I looked quite serious. So the lads were like, what were you listening to? You must have been getting. And I turned around and was like, oh, Bruce Springsteen. It's the best of Westlife. <laughs> like, straight up. Like, I was listening to Bop Bop Baby, man. There's no point in lying about it, like. Ah, there's nothing more cringy than being in the gym having your thing on shuffle on loud and then some <laughs> yoke of a song comes on that you haven't heard in ages. Like, oh, yeah. Sh- yeah. That is why. That yeah, years. that's oh, not, oh, sorry, that's not my, yeah, yeah it's music. my dad's. How did, yeah. that, how did that get on there? <laughs> yeah. oh. That would, I'd be doing that every second song. Like, what, Danny, why, why is this a toward Neil Diamond song in a row? You, you just watch your mouth now, are you? <laughs> Neil Diamond. He's bringing out a new Christmas album, lads, November Shock. 4th. Shut! Does he not bring one out every year? Is he not like Bubbles? Michael, you don't start on Michael Bublé. I love no. Michael Bubbles. Michael Bublé is unbelievable. I don't not like him, but like every Christmas, he just he just appears every Christmas. He's deadly. Love him with him. Yeah, he seems like a gent as well. He does. Yes, yeah, he's like say, good fun. Yeah, I'd say he'd bring it to go for points with. You reckon? Definitely. I'd say he's a great wingman. <laughs> I'd say he definitely. Straight is. Up, like. <laughs> 
and a gentle lover. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I uh, you, your sense of music. We've we've talked. Me and you talked about it before because you don't play lists and we got to have to vote on it. Like, but such a diff. Me and you have complete opposites. Like, where I love all music. I love all good music. See, there you go. See, I love all music, and then you have to put in the caveat. <laughs> You're an awful dope. <laughs> I steal music from people like I'd be a real sort of like oh what's that I'll link my playlist up to yours now you know uh, like I wouldn't be like I wouldn't be searching for music you yeah, know I'm an awful fucker for being in somebody's car and just shazamming what yeah shazamming shazamming the slide, best like, thing that happened to yeah, me ever not really? even saying it to people yeah. just being like shazam that Biffy Clyro alright grand into the pocket down all that later yeah. genuinely didn't know shazam, shazam was still going yeah but shazam is amazing that's the only way I have any music on my phone yeah and where, where would you use it? Just in like the cars you said. Or yeah. like if you're in a cafe or something. Yeah. And something comes on. Like, Does it work like that? Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. I was in. That's very really sensitive, isn't it? I was in Stade de France. And before the match, they had this big rave. Like, I mean, it was literally a rave with 82,000 people. It was the best thing I've ever been to in my life. But I didn't know I needed music because I wouldn't normally listen to it. So I was standing there on my phone. And everyone was like, look at that gobshoot recording. It was Shazam and every song. <laughs> And does like, yes. Shazam save it then? Yeah, Shazam yeah. saves it. Even if you're not on the internet, it'll save it for you. That's class. It's amazing. Shazam is deadly. That's how I discovered Martin Garrick's Animals. Great song. Or tune. Or whatever you call that type of music. But yeah, it's a cracker. I love it, man. That's what, that's what we'll ask people to tweet us this week. Tweet us your best discovery on Shazam at WTS Pod. If you still use Shazam. Everybody only, uses only Shazam. Only and Danny use it. You're wrong. <laughs> They're missing out. You're, you're wrong on that ground. The people are going to prove you're wrong. Everybody uses Shazam. How did you find the New Zealand band <clears throat> and Shazam? Um, recommendation? No recommendation. Because I I'm, like like the reggae music. I don't know why. Actually, no, I do know why. Because we were in the, at the World Championships in Argentina in November. We hit up this amazing bar. And they just did like reggae music all night and remixes of songs and it was just everyone was in such a good buzz from it deadly yeah really good the, the, uh, the Irish singer songwriter Damien Dempsey he has a, a reggae influence in really? his music yeah I must check yeah, that out he does yeah um, from Hell to Barbados is quite uh, reggae influence it's a bit slow but yeah but he does have a couple of even just the way he sings sometimes could easily like Your Pretty Smile I think has that kind of Your Pretty Smile is very it's, reggae like it's not like you know, Rastafarian. Like, no, but, no, but, but it do, you could definitely pick up on it and say you could easily change the beat on that and turn it into a reggae sound. Yeah, like. definitely. Yeah. No, he's he is openly said reggae is is his influence. See, I I tend to find a lot of people say reggae and you're like, oh, like what? And they're like Bob Marley, and it just stops. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. no. I mean, like, there's definitely more out there than that yeah. now. But like, pretty <laughs> much is. most songs have been kind of yeah remixed into a bit of reggae. Were you be forty reggae? I think it's fair to say the air, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes a bit of UB forties unreal, man. <laughs> bit of red, red wine, like turn that shit up to eleven and you give it socks <laughs> at the traffic lights. Up to eleven. You do though, like let's be honest. I never leave my volume dial on an odd number. Do you know? No, never. I do only if it's gonna be loud. So long as I like now this I don't it's care. Always at sixteen. Sixteen any particular reason? Roy Keane's number. It's good enough for me. <laughs> it's good enough for me. Yeah, like even on the way in, like just we were talking because the, the whole Hans Zimmer thing, I was like, I'm downloading the best of Hans Zimmer singing that in the car. And you can't really sing along to an orchestra, as I was saying, but like that's not me whacking that thing up and just making the sound effects with my mouth. Like. <laughs> yeah. Spotify is great, though, isn't it? Do you use Spotify? I don't use Spotify. Do you use Okay. Next. <laughs> I love Spotify, though. 
Spotify. I don't even really fully know what Spotify is. It's just a it's it's a music library where. Well, like iTunes. Yeah, it's pretty much like iTunes. Ah, oh, we use iTunes. I use iTunes. I think mm. you're being singled out here. Yeah, yeah. You're not in yeah. our uh, music I'm, group. I'm not an Apple head. You don't use Shazam. You don't use Graham. We can't be friends anymore. I didn't think Shazam was still going. I think, thought it was like Napster. I think I'm just going to have to turn his mic off. The rest <laughs> yeah. of this. It's only fairly. Irrelevant. <laughs> 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 um, um. Yeah. So, Roy, let's talk about being an Olympian. Have you got the tattoo yet? I do, yeah. Did you get it? Yeah, I do. Love know, it. Yeah. I see, where is yeah. it? What's on the arm? Oh, I love it. Yeah, I got it on my my kind of, what would the part of your arm you say? Under a bit of your wrist, probably. Yeah, kind of forearmish. Yeah, it yeah. actually uh, actually quite enjoyed the feeling of getting it done. Really? I have yeah. To say, yeah. Is that your first tattoo? It is, yeah. Yeah, I, your man, when I walked in, I think they uh, kind of took one look and thought I was going to come in for like a butterfly or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I literally knew, I saw it in his eyes. I was like, I was so tempted to be like, what do you think I'm going to get, you know? He's yeah. going to be like, nice butterfly or like, nice little light, you know, heart yeah. or something, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, no, I got it done there. Um, did you know you are an, Olymp- uh, an Olympian? He didn't know at the time, obviously, until I told him. Yeah. But um, I got it done at Image and Inc. In, uh, in Thomas Street in town. They're brilliant, like really, really good. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of my team, like a lot of the teammates, got it. Um, the ho- a few of the hockey player lads got yeah. it, and then I mean, obviously we've seen on Instagram a lot, quite a few going around. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's mad, like like almost it seems to be the thing. Like, but I'm starting to sort of think, what's to stop somebody from just going in and getting a done and being like, yeah, I was an Olympian. <laughs> like, there's no test. Yet, I know. Yeah. Like, yeah. And in my head, I'm like, that is a disgrace. Yeah. There should be something. You should be have to like produce a screen grab of you in an event or something like a cabbage to go in and get it ah but there definitely would be somebody who'd do it man there would definitely be somebody who would like cabbages but um, it definitely seems to be the done thing now that like I did say like I did say how many years ago that if I got to the games I'd get one really but like I think when you hit the games you're like and then I got done and I was like, oh, this is a bit cringe. Like, I don't know. But I don't think so. Then I was no. like, Ash or whatever. Like, I'm probably never going to get another tattoo. So this yeah. one is probably one to get. But it's better than a butterfly. Yeah, yeah well, that's going on in my it's head now. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than, a, going for a butterfly. It's better than a Roman soldier's helmet with Latin. Yeah. 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 Is that what you have? Yeah, that's, that's what he has on. in his calf. Yeah. Nice. I don't have any tats. Do you know, did, it, did it hurt you getting it done? Um... I don't know what to say it hurt. I think it was more... Uncomfortable. At first, yeah. But then, like, it was as if, kind of, once you settle in, like, the first five or so minutes of, like, the sort of, oh, that's weird, that's weird. Mm. Then it kind of gets into, I don't want to say soothing, but, like, it's definitely... Yes, it's all it's, right feeling. Yeah, it's kind of, you're just sitting there going, like, yeah, I can live with this. Like, that's yeah. supposed to be the sorest part, is it? Well, like, I don't... I think the ribs are pretty sore. I've heard, yeah. yeah. Anywhere that's close to bone. Like, uh, this is kind of a half on the bone there, but... Um, yeah. Like, it was funny, because I was like, it's going to hurt, oh my God, is it going to hurt? And then I was looking at the guy, I was like, which one hurt you? And he was, like, fully collared. <laughs> like, and which I, one hurt Yeah, you? and I was like, is it going to hurt? And he was like, oh, this one, like, <laughs> you know, like, he was fully head to toe tattooed. And I was like, you're a brave man, you know? But he said his chest. Ah, well, they knew I was going to get it, but I, I tried to surprise them, but... um. My mom was like, that better be a feckin' henna. I was like, it's not, it's not. <laughs> anyway, no, they were happy with it at the end. But I think um, I sent them yeah. a picture before I showed them in real life. And it looks way bigger in the photograph than it did ah, when I got home. Up. So she went a bit nuts. But anyway, <laughs> then she's like, oh, I'm going to get one. I was like, you're not. Or not. <laughs> yeah, mother said. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah. So long as it's not the Olympic rings, go ahead. Like, yeah. <laughs> Imagine your mother again, the Olympic rings as well. <laughs> She's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to get the rings. It's like, yeah, it must be joking. <laughs> get out and earn it, Mark. Get out and earn it. Did Amanda yeah. get it as well? Or Andrea. 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 Go That's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah, no, she, she she didn't get it. I don't know uh, I don't know whether she will or not, but uh, I got it when I came home. So, yeah. Yeah. I think I 100% would. Like, ah, absolutely. I know like it's kind of nearly every athlete does it, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, it's an Olympic fucking games. Like, mm. it's... You've worked for whatever amount of years to get there. Like, yeah, I think if Anton warrants a tattoo, yeah, that does. Like, definitely. Mm. You were going to get one with little basketball nets for. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> get the wheelchair logo, me, bro. <laughs> basketball net. That's just from when he beat Michael Jordan in a slam dunk contest. He's on, what, six now? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get a wagon wheel pizza on my leg. Maybe that's a viewer. Just one. Yeah. Is that all you have? That's all I've got, yeah. I thought you had more than that. No, I, I was meant to get one, and then um, the day I was meant to get it done, the guy who was doing it phoned me, and he phoned sick, and I was like, all oh, right, now, but he's like, look, we'll reschedule, reschedule. I'm just never rescheduled. Would you get more now, Saskia? Uh, yeah, I mean, at the time, I was like, oh, I'm kind of tempted now, but um, I don't yeah. I don't know, I don't think so. I, I would slave. Yeah, that's it. Well, you know, <laughs> I think I'd yeah. seriously like, get a big Olympic torch up the middle <laughs> and then the Redeemer, like, <laughs> yeah. on the forearm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd, I would say to anybody getting a tattoo, decide and then wait six months. And if you still want to, then do it. I just think that people are just like, get a tattoo. And then you look at it and you're like, what the fuck is that? I always said if I was going to get one, it'd have to mean something to me. Mm. Yeah, see, that's, I think that's where I made a mistake. I don't because, like, I went down a rabbit hole of like ancient Roman shit and I got really obsessed with it and I was like that'd be deadly and I got it and for about six months I was delighted with it and now I'm just kind of like yeah it's grand like, <laughs> do you know what I mean you like, don't regret I, it though do you no I don't regret it I don't hate it or nothing but like I'm kind of like well I didn't exactly serve in the Roman army did I do you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> like, I wasn't a centurion or nothing like. do you ever watch Tattoo Fixers on Channel 4 yeah no. that's good isn't it it's very good I've never seen that what's that it's like people going in with shambolic oh, tattoos geez. awful and the tattoo artists yeah. fix it it's on Channel 4 um, and the tattoo artists are fixing so like there could be a woman going in with a tattoo of her ex-husband's name yeah kind of Oh, somewhere yeah. on show yeah. and then they just cover it up with yeah. another tattoo or there's some really embarrassing oh, there's some well, there's but. some in some places that you're like I wouldn't I wouldn't show that to me significant daughter let alone <laughs> a camera crew there was a lad that like, had one just above his you know where yeah and they had to try and remove it or no they didn't remove it they had to uh, just cover it up with a bigger tattoo and it just looked ridiculous yeah. oh no yeah you get it on the four player there's um it's, it's it's good it's one of those hangover actually binges yeah, yeah. oh there's some sort of teetotal now so yeah that's it there's a no a, more there's a couple I folly on the social media Jenna Fail and Chris Fail who are they um are they the tattoo artists no they're not tattoo artists at all they're they're like fitness people like he's a oh body Jenna Fail yeah, yeah of course um they're deadly I highly recommend they're on Instagram and Snapchat um if you just Google them you'll find them they're class but uh, Chris had like this sort of like real white trash tattoo like that he had when he was like a teenager and was like do you know them not like the Maori tribal but the, like the kind of sharp pointy tribal oh, designs yeah, yeah, yeah. and it looked like in fairness it did look shit so he for the last number of weeks has been getting it because it's huge like it goes over like his peck and his shoulder and his arm so it's a big big and it's taken ages but like he's slowly getting it covered up by one of them like tattoo oh, fakes really tattoos. so I can't wait to see how that I love the rocks tribal one on the shoulder you see it suits him 
Because he's, he's a beast. An but when you see, like, you know, a skinny, transparent dude from Ballyferma who's five foot four and built like a wavin pipe. And he <laughs> a wavin pipe. <laughs> <laughs> and he has a Maori tribal design of any sort. I'm like, mate. Give it up. Come on. Like. Those Maori tribal ones look like they've been born with them. They look oh, so natural on they them, do, don't yeah, they? Yeah. Like, they actually look... Yeah. The they Rock's look proper. one, like, a lot of his family um, have the exact same one on his... Yeah. It's kind of yeah. just like a... It's like a piece of armour or something like that. Going around yeah, like, when you even look at some of the all-black rugby players and some of the ones mm. they have, like, as you said, it's like they were... It's born with them. Yeah. It's yeah. like a mark almost, but yeah. then... Because it's just one colour, isn't it? Yeah. It's like... And some of them are amazing looking, like, but... Then, as I said, you see... Digger from Bally Farm. And Digger. Yeah, yeah like Alright Diggs, mate, what you get done? Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what mean, does like, that mean? Yeah. Don't know, just got it. The rock has it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to follow in the footsteps of, you know, Rocky Movie. Um Saskia, the Olympics. How was it? Oh, it was great. It's always was it hard to believe. And more? Yeah, it was pretty incredible. Um I have to say there's not one thing that I, I can look back and say regret or anything like that it was pretty phenomenal um we're out in rio well i mean for the training time we're out there probably on and off for three years with the sailing wow um so it became kind of like a second home so leaving was pretty emotional um it was very strange packing up and getting out of there but it was most incredible like incredible place um you know for all the for all the criticism that went on um i think they did a pretty good job considering you know, like they've got bigger problems than having to facilitate 10,000 athletes for yeah. three weeks, you know. Um, and yeah, it was amazing. Having lived there, I think, was even better because you, you know, you do get to understand how, you know, the Brazilian people are and how it works. And, you know, I think when there was a lot of complaints about certain things, you know, like hot water and stuff, yeah. you know, mm. we were sort of like, ah, geez, like that's not a big deal, you know. Yeah. So um, I think it was a beneficial to be there as early as we could, not only for our own training, but just so that when it came to the actual thing, we actually forgot about all that stuff and just got to enjoy the actual Olympics. And, and was there many more athletes um, like yourselves out there ahead of schedule? I think some of the water sport ones were, yeah. I think the, the rowing venue where Paul and Gary were uh, mm. competing and won their medal was looked like a pretty difficult place to row actually um because it's sort of like a pond it's got mountains surrounding it so and it was really windy at times um which obviously affects the rowing quite a bit not in a good way yeah so um i suppose any time people could spend out there was was good i suppose i I could be wrong but i think with athletics most places you turn up to Mm. there's a pretty good standard of facilities so it doesn't really matter where you are whereas for the sailing it was a massive massive deal to be there as early as you could so for the guys because as it turned out this year kind of the water sports are the ones that where the heroes for Ireland in particular like, yeah which is great I mean you know you know it's a funny thing Ireland is uh, it's, you know it's an island we're surrounded by water and you know this is it was a really good thing to see because you know we just hope from this that it will uh, encourage on. other people to definitely, get out in the water yeah. you know it's not like it's that hard to access so yeah yeah it's definitely a scope for future medalists in in uh, water sports yeah Especially for our people at Abora. Dunleardy's only down the road. Yeah. Come on, yeah. like, you know. Um, there's certainly uh, the Docky Rowan Club as well has got quite 
quite popular because I remember just driving around uh, Collymore is that Collymore yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah where they're based and there was huge crowds there yeah it's amazing it might have been the middle of September I was like what the hell's going on here and it was like a round competition yeah Collymore used to be the scene of my um, underage knacker drinking <laughs> <laughs> just the, the little park around the corner from it there where you just walk yeah. down and it's it's as if Dalky Island is like a footstep away it's not obviously but like yeah it's definitely <laughs> great um, views unbelievable it's a lovely spot though like and there was us wrecking it 16 year olds with our cans of druids Ugh. yuck yeah yeah we're 16 we thought we were great druids <laughs> the, uh, yeah. the Donovan brothers they were gas crack weren't they they were good fun yeah actually the whole team we had 77 on the team which for for Ireland is the first time we've had that many um, I think on the team yeah before, that in itself is amazing which is incredible in comparison to some countries which there may be like 400 you know yeah. but um, you know we had such a great buzz on the team everyone was in such good form and uh, it was a real family at the end you know um, especially when the boys won their medal and Annalise Murphy won hers yeah. you know I think we certainly uh, we turned one of the one of the bars in uh, Lapa into our own coppers for Love a week, <laughs> and uh, I don't think Lapa knew what had hit it. You know, it was great fun. Was the um, the controversy with the boxers and um, the, the judging controversies, and then I suppose the ticket issues and all with mm. Pakiki was that distracting at all? I, I spoke to or not, I didn't speak to any other athletes. I read a couple of uh, athletes kind of pieces and, and interviews and they said it wasn't distracting at all yeah I, it certainly wasn't for us I mean you know I think uh it depends how close you wanted it you wanted to put it to your heart at the time you know um and I can understand why people were infuriated um especially the boxing community mm. for sure you know it's something which maybe if it had happened in sailing I would understand the feeling but I think unless you're in the shoes in the yourself shoes, yeah. you know you really can't comment on i certainly couldn't comment on it i felt for them massively as athletes and as teammates but um you know i think you know when you're in the, when you're in that environment you've worked so hard for four years and you kind of just focus on yourself and you find yourself in a very bubble yeah and in a very selfish environment which you wouldn't normally find yourself in so you know we we actually weren't in the village um during our competition we only moved in oh. the sailors only moved in after we had competed so purely because of just logistics yeah. to and from where we were sailing it was okay. too too okay. complex to get there um you just went there for the crack then we arrived <laughs> for the crack yeah i think uh that's certainly yeah that was certainly the case but um that's so fine, yeah. Yeah. I, I was gonna ask about that like about kind of life in the village then but mm. obviously kind of, so you were removed from kind of the central place then so yeah i mean the village is it's a it's the most bizarre place um i felt like it was almost like something like the like hunger game or something you know like it was like one of those things where you're like there's all these different like blocks like districts you know and then you've got it was so bizarre it was such a strange place because obviously you get in and out you have to be fully screened and you have to have your pass on you everywhere you went and you know you, yeah. you, it got to the point in like at the end of the week like when we had kind of come out and gone on the piss that anytime there was an issue I kind of just kind of looked at my pass and was like handed it to someone and was like help me get home sort of thing you know like you just become kind of like reliant on everyone around you because everyone wants to help but uh, it was cool I mean there was a massive marquee there like yeah huge just full of any type of cuisine you wanted like 
Um, Love it. And I suppose maybe if you'd been there for three weeks at the end of it, you're kind of like, I'm sick of this, you know, but mm. we went in for a week and we were loving it. So um, what is it literally just athletes from every country just wandering around? Yeah, there must have been. Just yeah. Bizarre. I mean, like, you'd see, you'd just be in the food hall and you'd see, like, Usain Bolt, like, over there, like, the Chinese stand or, like, the, you know, like, yeah. pizza stand or whatever. And it's just, you dancing on his balcony and you walk <laughs> by and everyone's there. Like, and it's funny because you've got, you know, people like that who are absolute heroes, you know, mm. not that n- no one else is. It's just, you know, he's just, yeah, he, like, he's almost a, a superhuman, you yeah. know. And all of us athletes are all standing at the bottom of his building, like, watching him dancing on the balcony sort of thing, you know. <laughs> so it was mad. And then Rafa Nadal was actually, in fair play to him, he was actually staying in the village for the whole time. But it got to the point where, I mean, the man couldn't even, like, eat his breakfast, you know. Rafa Nadal. Yeah, yeah, without people coming up and kind of <clears throat> looking for photos and stuff. So well, Paddy Barnes was taking loads of he photos. He was, with, yeah. Uh, like, Anyone he could find. Anyone could he find, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he was, he, yeah, he definitely made the most of it. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't have the balls really to go up to people and be <laughs> yeah. like, can I get in a photo with you? <laughs> but, he's, he's mad. Yeah, he, yeah, he's great crack. So uh, he was a great, uh, he was sort of, Obviously, he, he carried was the ca- captain, was he? Yeah, he was a team leader, um, team. and he carried the flag on the first night, which was uh, which was cool. The opening ceremony and closing ceremony were incredible. Yeah, they look spectacular. Like, the I o- mean, the opening ceremony was mind blowing. Like, mind blowing. I I honestly turned around to Andrea halfway through. We're just standing with Katie Taylor. And obviously she'd been through it all before, but she was like, this is just like my favorite bit, you know? And she was just sort of like, oh my God, like this is the Olympics. And I was like, looking at her like, you've been here before and you got a medal. And like, <laughs> yeah. Angie and I are there like, oh my God, it's insane. So the first, the, the opening ceremony, I actually missed the right camera to look into. It was just, uh, my mom and dad were like, what the hell are you doing? Like, at least you could have got that right. And uh, I just see the back of my head. And then the closing ceremony, any camera I could find, I was literally the poor fella. I was like, like going crazy at the camera and like I was like mom do you see me she's like I did you had a point in your hand like what are you doing at the closing ceremony at the closing not the opening at the closing ceremony we all were like we had like they had us waiting around for a while so they'd handed us out just a drink just to kind of wait and uh, I'd kind of forgotten to leave my cup behind on the course Saskia here pops up on on the big screen. I was like, oh no, yeah. I was like, this is love it. Oh, what was I think it doing? more than earned a point at that stage. Like, yeah, it kind of <laughs> got to that point where I was like, you know what? Like, it's been a pretty long four years. Yeah, yeah. I seen um, I kind of was on Instagram and one of them, but um, yourself and, and Annalise and uh, and straight to McDonald's once the game was oh, over. The yeah. chicken nuggets. Yeah. Oh yeah, we uh, it was gas. We were actually packing up our boats to put them. We do all that. Uh, we pack up our all uh, our own equipment into a forty foot container, and uh, yeah. we uh, were it was blistering hot that day, and we had to pack up our our whole lives for four years. We brought so much stuff out. We had about uh, six boats to pack up into a container, all our, wow. like ourselves. And her coach um, rang us and was like, I'm just passing Mackers. Do you want anything? And we both looked at each other kind of like, no, like we're still athletes. And we we're like, I go on. So I like, we'll have, you know, nine chicken nuggets to this. And we we're like sitting on our boat just, just eating chicken nuggets. And then we got to the village and there was free Mackers. 
You could have up to 20 items free. And what? then you could just, yeah, so in one bill, you could have 20 items. And then you could, if you wanted, you could requeue and go get yeah, another 20 items. So it's just obviously because McDonald's sponsored uh, it. That yeah. This is their Yeah, way it was like, just free all the time. So pretty the much. The irony of McDonald's sponsoring Elite yeah. Athletes. But you know, like everyone ate it. Like the queues oh, every single yeah. day was just full of people at Macker's. So uh, we had 20 a, items a 20 day. Items. Oh. I went for a full 20 item pack because I was like, Amazing. this is the only time in my life I'm going to get to do this probably. Yeah. So Absolutely. Yes. What did you get? What to go for? <sighs> well, I obviously, you could order like a sundae, which I had to eat first because it was going to melt. Oh, and then you went on to like chicken nuggets oh, and then the chips. Oh, I had everything. I had like three <laughs> different burgers. I didn't eat them all, but like I just kind of munched through half of them. I'm oh, like, lepping for the McDonald's now. <laughs> oh, yeah. it was good. It was very good. And we were just sitting in bean bags with duvets on us, watching TV, eating macros, being like, Oh, we're so wrecked at that point. Oh, deadly. Just, yeah, see, it's see that's the difference between an athlete and me. If I sat in a beanbag after eating Macca's, it would take me four weeks to get up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I tell you, it wasn't easy for me either. I, was, <laughs> I hadn't eaten that much food and I don't know when. Oh, my God. Yeah, if ever you want to test your fitness level, lads. Try getting sit, out of the beanbag. Sit in a beanbag chair for more than five minutes and try to get over. And time yourself. I'm telling you now, you're not as fit as you think you are. Class. Oh, man. You know uh, the process? Uh, I'm always interested in the process of before the opening ceremony and before the closing yeah. ceremony like it's so uh logistically like do all the countries just form up and there's a coordinator there and they're telling you right Ireland's yeah. next or yeah pretty much so actually how we were all lined up with it in brazil was to do with the brazilian alphabet so obviously germany is i think it's alemane so they were first in you know oh. which is really confusing because we were like what's going on but then we were explained yeah. you know but um yeah basically you you get a time slot and your country leaves at that time from your building you all go on buses which actually took about an hour to get to the stadium from the wow. village and then you arrive and you're in a waiting area and we actually watch in this waiting area the ceremony starting and and you're it's so bizarre because you're just watching the olympics and you're like oh and then then we're called up and we go in and that's when i literally turn around to andrew it's like this is for us <laughs> like you know at the games and she was like yeah i know weird eh and i was like to katie i was like we're at the olympics she's like i know this is insane you know like i was great yourself yeah it was amazing and i can't i can't just there's times where i can't even remember it because i was just like it just was also in awe i was just like this is incredible although when the fireworks went off and stuff i mean the feeling was just and to see the crowd enjoy it so much you know i mean it was it was quite the experience yeah. amazing yeah um yeah if looking at it on telly it looks unbelievable i can only imagine that once in a while you kind of had to stop and just look around you and be like this is actually yeah happening. and like, even maybe is- more so for sports who aren't in stadiums you know like absolutely because yeah. you know like obviously if most sports if you're in the athletics you've got yeah. people cheering and you see you know Usain Bolt getting the crowd like pumped <clears throat> whereas obviously when you're on the water like it's just you and the water and yeah. your competitors and you don't get to see anyone so yeah um, um the the whole on the water thing and the fact that it, it was the water sports this time around that kind of it, it gave the country that kind of lift because of all the kind of Gives our medals. Yeah, well, that's exactly what I mean. Like because all the kind of bad stuff that, as I said, you guys may be isolated from, so you didn't get or rather you just kind of could zone it out or whatever the case may be. But at home, every day was just pahiki, pahiki. Is he still over there? That um, 
I think he's been released from house arrest, but I think he's still, I, I don't know, I he's stopped following it. Um, that the boxer then who had the positive test, all those things that's going on, but then the O'Donovan brothers come in like a whirlwind. Their, their interview their after interview. the race is unbelievable. They were gas, yeah. And then you have the good news story of Annalise then, obviously, who in London 2012 was so unlucky. And then she goes and wins a medal. And then yourself and Andrea, obviously, then, because like, the, the, the 49er discipline is, like, relatively new. In yeah, terms of yeah, this, especially like, so. for the women, yeah. yeah. So it was it was great having another girls team there, for sure, you know. And, uh, uh, no, I mean, when, when we were actually, our last day of racing was the same day Annalise's medal race was on. Yeah. And... I mean, it was a battle in itself mentally for us trying not to focus on how she's getting on because, you know, obviously we're just 100% behind, you know, the rest of our team. So, you know, but, uh, you know, we had to go out, we had to race and we had to get our job done and we had three races that day. So it was really important to keep the head and just, you know, not be trying to trying to want to ask the coach, you know, did Annalise win the medal or not? Like we didn't know until we got in. And obviously, we finished on the high. Could you have asked on? on, on we could have sale? asked. Yeah, we could have asked, but we Whoa. we just we made an agreement not to ask until it was over because, you know, we were just so excited for her. So, yeah. and we had to do. We at that point we were on really tight points, and we could have fallen back six places, or we could have made it into maybe even the medal race ourselves. So, it was, and we actually ended up then twelfth overall, which we were absolutely thrilled about. Really, absolutely, really happy. Yeah. Um, to stay consistent in a in a sailing regatta is one of the hardest things. So, um, yeah. But to come back in and see Annalise on the beach, and we were still like everyone else is like going nuts. We came running over in our wetsuit, like I'd zinc sun cream all over my face. Like we just were there, like <laughs> screaming at the tricolor out. You know, like just we were absolutely having so much fun, and it was just it was the most amazing feeling. Too. And to actually hold a medal that you know comes back to ireland and to yeah. hold these medals like they're heavy you know like you know, obviously an, be an athlete to hold around your neck you know <laughs> like it's it, they're heavy heavy medals and um how many medals i held that week and you know you grow up dreaming about this stuff and yeah. then to see them it's just incredible yeah. so amazing how how did you guys cope with because one of the things i noticed following the races was that they were constantly being postponed or pushed back yeah. or and then as you said you ended up with three races then yeah in one day so like that must have been mentally exhausting as well yeah but we trained for that okay. for sure i mean waiting around is a massive part of our sport um you know for racing you know you could be scheduled to race at 12 one day and not get racing till well it depends on where you are for example we do racing in palma sometimes in the summer and it doesn't get dark there in the summer till about eight so yeah. you could come down ready to go at eight you know getting the boat prepared and you could be there for a solid seven or eight hours keeping like in that mental state to go racing that's hugely fatiguing more than anything else you know like we had our first day in rio we had scheduled racing at 12 we didn't get racing till i think it was half four yeah five and we spent all day like will we go will we not go and if you lose races during a regatta you're losing opportunities to you know get good results to pull together a good score so it was yeah, we did actually the first day we were leading the Olympics. Yeah. Um and for us that was a massive just hugely, you know, great confidence booster to be like we raided around for five hours 
and to keep yourself in that mental state to go back in again and keep performing and keep pushing and not fatigue yourself and to come out and being leading after the first day we were thrilled so it was really it was a, it was an amazing thing to do, yeah. do really yeah I, I was following it on a laptop and um did you understand any of it? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, no, I was trying to. I was like, what? Yeah. Like, the map is deadly. Yeah, I was going to say, the little map, the, the live tracking map. Yeah, and then there, was cool. a, there were a couple of races there, and obviously that you kind of could actually watch them, so it was a lot easier to understand then what was going on. Yeah, for but, sure. But with the little tracker, the laptop I was watching it on, the, the resolution was crap. And I was like, why is there two Italian teams? Where is Saskia and Andre? Oh. Like, and literally I was yeah. convinced that there was like Italian boats, and I was like, Wait a second. Yeah. And then I just copped it and I was like, holy shit, they're at the front. <laughs> like, I was like, go on. <laughs> so I'm sitting there getting all excited about it and all. And then I'm like, I don't even understand what's happening actually. So, like, it's so funny. Our coach even was like, oh, he's Polish. He's like, oh, very good. You finished this nine today in that race. And we were like, no, we weren't. We won it. And he was like, <laughs> no 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 that was italy and we were like no nope, nope. that was us we were like <laughs> really yeah he full-on thought we were really? like because the italian girls are i mean they're phenomenal sailors and they you know she the both of them are extremely experienced and um, they've both been at the olympics before in different boats so um and actually be one of the team that i would be like idling and i thought would medal and um yeah, to be like, no, that was us. We were like, what was he like come on, then? Ireland. <laughs> what was he like well, then when you broke the news them though, we were first? Yeah, he was, oh, he's, he's so funny, though. He's just, <laughs> he's very sort of monotone. Like, oh, that's okay then. We were like, come on. Like. <laughs> Give us some love. Yeah, yeah exactly. It was a bit more than that, yeah. Like, yeah. On, like. No, that's good. Yeah, it, well, it was definitely, um, like, it, because... As we said, we talked to you before. Like I don't know the next thing about sailing know, because yeah. I'm terrified of drowning more than anything else. So I wouldn't go on a boat for all the money in the world. But yeah, I remember that time we went fishing oh, down with the pier. Don't yeah, we told you about that when you were here last yeah, time. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't got over it. Still getting counselling. <laughs> <laughs> but like w- watching it then, and and like that because obviously Annalise in 2012 had got so close. Then it was in people's minds to watching her. Then yourself and Andrea. The lads then, um, so you were the 49er FX, they were the 49er. Yeah. Yeah, so then even that, and, and just by association, then you start to just pay attention just here and there and watching a little bit more. Then the lads with the Rowan, and then the, the two girls with the Rowan as well. The, like, Phenomenal, yeah. It was just, everything was just... Water. On the water. It was just like, this is amazing. How did I watch this before? Like, I think the whole team just proved that no matter what was going on around us, you know, that... Um, you know it just shows like how determined people are when they want something yeah, yeah. just block it out and get on with it you know and it shines at the olympic games as well for sure yeah i mean you know obviously every day we had press press conferences when we came in and stuff um or you know kind of a media walk to do mm. um and you know the, the questions were mm, like centered around performance but a lot about other stuff and and yeah. for us we were just sort of like look like we're here to talk about our performance and and that's that's yeah. kind of it you know yeah. and then the, the the biggest job here is to get through the games and to you know yeah. make the most of it I, just when you bring that up i read um an interview that you don't i can't remember where i read it now actually it's it's gone from my head before the games and in it they had brought up what, what happened with your dad in yeah. the 80s like so for you was that kind of a little bit kind of like 
I just want to talk about the fucking sport, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, for sure. That I was mean, like, like two weeks after we spoke to you. Yeah, exactly. Like, How do we not know about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, um, no, I mean, it's, it's uh, as I've said to everyone, it's uh, part of family history. It happened a long time before I was born, but, mm. you know, it's obviously part of our family and it's um, it's 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 got nothing to do with my my, you know, drive or like ambition to, to yeah. do a sailing campaign I mean none of my family apart from my sister's bro- or my sister's um, husband sails so if it wasn't for him I wouldn't be involved in it really mm. but um, I mean I can certainly take from my dad like I certainly idolize him as a very driven man who yeah, um, yeah has been through quite a bit in his life and, and uh, you know he's he's the most normal human being you'll come across for everything yeah. you know what happened to him and and i admire him and he's you know extremely supportive of me so was that distracting that they brought that up not really you know i kind of expected it it was one of mm. those things where you know it was definitely gonna it was definitely gonna come up yeah. but um you know i mean it's it's nice to to for him to be recognized i suppose yeah. and still being around he's 80 he turned 81 two weeks ago you know he's well, still in the gym he can yeah he'll be up every morning doing his stretching and his planking and his he's he's mad you know? yeah oh he's he's a better bugle than i am <laughs> planking. planking is where he's you, a better bugle than <laughs> right, so i only know what planking is thanks to damien darker so damo cheers for this me abs are still killing me a year later <laughs> planking is where basically you lie say flat right and then on your forearms and on your tippy toes you push up and you hold so that your core is like oh i know it when we do, I was doing it as part of a group session with Damo and other lads, and um, it was actually when Lindsay used to do group sessions down in Ali, and she couldn't do it one night, so Damo done it, and Lindsay had never made us plank until Damo decided to use a planking, and he was like, right, I want us to hold for 30 seconds, and I was like, I've never done this before, and he's like, aim for 10, I got the wood. Literally, he was like, one, and I was gone. You got the wood? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even get the full one. The wood. <laughs> he just went, right, he's ready, go. What? And I was like, no. <laughs> Damn, I, I couldn't. So, he's so your dad does that every morning? Yeah, he's still, he's still running on the slide and stuff. That's like, you know, like, he's just, he's, he is, um, he's definitely my inspiration when it comes to just being healthy and fit. And Love it. Yeah, Amazing. he's he's still skiing and stuff, so. Brilliant. Just to put a bit of context to that, if you don't mind. So what we were talking about there was that the incident with your father in the 80s was a kidnapping from the IRA. So yeah. just to put context to that, people are probably listening yeah. kind of going, what, what the going fuck on? happened to that? Yeah. Um, but well, yeah, yeah, the paper brought that up yeah. when you were training. So. Yeah. How, how was the media stuff in general for you? Was it like... No, it was, it was good. I mean, as you know, I, I, it's, it's really nice to be able to talk about our sport. I think that yeah. was the, that's what I enjoyed most was actually being able to share sailing with people because it's, it's obviously something which hasn't been much in, in you know, the public eye and, and uh hopefully now going forwards like you know there's going to get a bit more exposure um, yeah. you know for the development of it so um i just really en- enjoyed sharing the story to people who wanted to know and and um like us yeah well no this is cool i mean the, none of them were the same with us all scram come none on of them. none of them no it was, yeah it's uh it's it's a very it's a very cool sport and uh our boat certainly is one that was exciting to watch, I think, yeah, during the game. Definitely. It's very fast and very physical. So um, Yeah, like, I, I don't know how you just kind of fling yourselves around. I don't know either. Whip, is. is there any whiplash at all? 
yeah i mean yeah you then those things like capsize for example they kind of do a, like a bucking effect like yeah. if you were on a horse or it was like a car crash effect because you go from like 25 knots which i can't can't tell you right now what's that's in kilometers but um to to to, to stopping yeah. you know and you just get flung so i mean the injuries you get are not from like pulling a muscle it's from like being catapulted <laughs> yeah, into a carbon imagine. fiber mast or fiberglass boat or you know but even it, being flung and hitting the water like yeah even yeah. that because like yeah. have you ever like just hit water like just like even just belly flops hit, yeah it's yeah. horrible it is. it's awful oh. i've had proper um what you call it when you get like winded winded yeah Oof, i had really bad that happened really badly once and uh from just from being thro- thrown out yeah did you get a fry i actually did that time yeah i got I full say, on yeah, like out like, of breath it was really strange feeling and um, you're, all you're trying to concentrate on obviously is not drowning yeah yeah but like you just you kind of have to forget about it because you have to get back on and keep going but now it's great and obviously then Rio with the whole water thing you try not to yeah. swallow too much of it it actually in fairness to them they did do a good job for that week of the games was there a lot of crack about Zika or was that just not really of, no. no I mean not really I yeah. mean at the so. end of the day I think generally most athletes were not going to let that get in the way yeah. of going to the games they you weren't know? there to make babies <laughs> No. They were there to perform. Despite the amount of condoms apparently in the village. Oh, yes. That was a story. It was like, <laughs> how many? There's a story from the, the London Games where it was in the thousands for yeah. both Olympics and Paralympics. Oh, yeah. They were like, I think, something like they reported like four times the amount or something in this one. Yeah. But that just gets into, you know, like. Four in, times the amount in London? Oh, my God. It gets to, like, you know, like in the in betweeners where it's like he's walking around with like a bag full. He's like, yeah, because I'm going to use all of them this weekend. There probably was, like, probably the Italians. I'd like, say he was you know. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't he get into a bit of trouble about Oh no comment. Shifting when he shouldn't have been shifting. Uh real? I, yeah, I, I don't want to talk out of torn, but I I'm almost certain I remember something. I thought it was uh I might edit this out actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was London when he was a bit like eight of the Swedish volley women's volleyball team. Not a bad team to go with, apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sidetracked completely now. Still laughing when you said you did what? Didn't even get the one. Yeah, didn't even get the one. It was just uh, uh. no. Can't do it now. Sorry, mate. So then he was like, "Bring your knees in." So I got to do like proper girly ones, and that's how I was doing push ups as well. I couldn't do a proper push up, so I used to have to go on my knees like because the closer your knees are to your stomach, the easier it is to do a push up. And that's better to do that than nothing, though. So well, yeah, I know. But then when you look around and you're like, I am the only one doing it this way. Hmm. <laughs> So now I can do like seven. Special case. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah. Have you... The, um, go ahead. Has there been any much uh, silence since you got back or has it just been all rest? No, I actually... R&R. Yeah, R&R. I haven't actually been in a boat since I got home. Well, I went out just for like a little spin, but that was it, you know. Um, really just trying to get out of the boat and just kind of... I've been in the gym still, but just trying to really like have some time away because it's a big responsibility you know looking after a boat i suppose like looking after and the boat's back from rio yeah no our boat is still on its way home we have another one here which um we had to kind of look after and maintain as well yeah. and um yeah we just had pretty much time off the water which is strange um for the first time my hands are kind of soft 
I mean, like my hands are wrecked from four years. I mean, the poor, the poor nail um, technician. Every time I go in, asks me. I don't know how they haven't copped on at this point. Have you ever heard of cuticle oil? I'm like. I wish you knew what I did. Like, yeah. <laughs> cuticle oil, you're joking me. <laughs> or moisturizer, no you way. Just, you just go, yeah, I got the tattoo for a yeah. reason. Yeah, yeah that's actually, actually you an Olympian. Like, <clears throat> yeah, just if you could just, just, <clears throat> just flip my arm over Did you know I was an Olympian? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so life then settling in back home with kind of sort of, I don't have an Olympics to go for now. Yeah. Has the adjustment been a bit of a kind of shell shock or. Kind of. I mean, I, I did prepare myself for it pretty early. I always have something going on in the background. So, okay. um, yeah, I actually I actually started my own uh, business. I haven't launched it yet, but um, oh. I'm yeah oh. going into, it's called Kaipora Fit. And it's uh, leggings, Brazilian style fitness leggings. Um, so, I love leggings. Yeah. Yes. yeah. They're yeah. currently only for women at the moment, guys. So. <laughs> Damn. you're not going to get involved but no I'll squeeze yeah. myself in don't worry <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> make special ones for you guys <laughs> but um, no so that's that's sort of the, in the project kind of alongside the Olympics last year yeah Um. and yeah looking forward to bringing them to Ireland and online Brilliant. really for the rest of Europe Um. and they're just something a bit different to yeah. what's already on the market because there's just you know lots of patterns to choose from at a really valuable price because i mean the might rip off stuff that's on the market at the moment it's just yeah. a joke so sorry similar to the ones you have on you at the moment yeah i've got a pair that you almost need sunglasses to look at them yeah. i don't know how many comments i've had them say but <laughs> <laughs> a reason to keep in shape anyway if people are looking at your legs and your ass oh my god i've actually never spent so many like times of the car this month staring at poor women on the road looking at their leggings like looks like research just, yeah literally looking at it, it looks like i'm checking them out i'm actually genuinely sorry women of dublin i'm actually checking out your leggings to see you know what do you i need? think i think you could be in a better pair than that <laughs> <laughs> no 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 but um yeah so it's exciting it's a bit different kind of using all the skills that you require when you're doing yeah. an olympic campaign yourself and yeah, I'm doing a personal training course at the moment. Pretty Brilliant. interested in that. Love so, it. yeah, I don't know what's going to happen next in my sailing career, but at the moment, I'm just is, keeping... Is Tokyo on the radar? Don't know, really. Um, I'll see. I, I'm really happy at the moment doing yeah. just a bit of normal stuff and uh, keeping fit and officially stopping celebrations. <laughs> You know, only two months after the games. But yeah, anyway, but Christmas is on yeah. as well. You I know, I know. Yeah. But a dry, dry November, and I'll be ready to go. You'll yeah. be seeing people at Christmas you haven't seen in ages, and you'll be like, yeah. "Ah, sure, look." Yeah. Um, just on the whole business venture thing, then. So you haven't launched yet. Do you have an idea of when you're going to? Yeah. Uh, Hopefully before Christmas, if not Brilliant. in the new year. And uh, we we'll love that opener. Yeah, it could, oh, make, yeah. could make a great Christmas present. It could make it would make a fantastic Christmas present. Yeah, so we're it's uh, purely kind of aiming at uh, you know female community. Yeah, um, most so, like me and Graham. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, Fit's going to be online exclusively, and we're just hoping to bring a really good quality product for um, a good retail price Um, yet to be confirmed but just trying to get the best value we can just because I spent 
pretty much every day in gym clothes and you know 100 quid and a pair of leggings is a joke that you're going to oh, throw is that what's the that's air? what they are nowadays yeah 100 quid for an hour pair of like nike or adidas or something if if like me, me sometimes more are you serious i thought they were like under 50 so you're telling me you wouldn't get a good pair of leggings for under 50 yeah jesus so I've got Lindsay. Lindsay's been um, doing. Uh, we're also doing maternity wear leggings um, in patterns. And Lindsay, um, who just had a baba the day, beautiful yeah. baba with Austin uh, Bodhi. Um, but yep, yeah, she's been in them the whole time as well. Doing I a bit knew. of maternity modelling. I knew. Yeah. I was yeah. Before. So actually, yeah. now that you say it, I'm kind of like she was wearing extremely bright leggings. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah they're Kaipura fit leggings. So she was giving out because I was wearing sunglasses one day. <laughs> <laughs> I know they're great. So she 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 uh, she looks fab in them. So um, so yeah, it's uh, very exciting, and uh, hopefully it takes off because um, they're a great product. Yeah. So we'll definitely keep us posted because we'll uh, plug the shit out there for you. Definitely. Yeah. Like, thank you very much. We might as well, kind of thing. Why yeah, not? Definitely. You know. Um, you're doing a personal training course. So is the ambition then to? basically outdo Lindsay and take her clients <laughs> no, away joking, <laughs> no way she's been an absolute mentor throughout this whole thing she's been phenomenal um yeah it's been uh she's been a very important person throughout the whole thing and yeah. and certainly like i think she was the second person i called when i qualified brilliant but uh don't tell me that <laughs> but, um, yeah but no it's been it's been a really amazing journey and to share it with people like that yeah, it's been good deadly. but yeah no the personal training is something i'm definitely interested in doing i absolutely love um i love seeing people happy like yeah. doing fitness i think it's you know whatever level that is they want to do it at you know um i think it's a commitment just to walk into a gym so yeah. if you can come out of it doing something i think it's um it's a great thing to add into your life and i certainly can't go any you know for a number of days without doing some form of exercise without yeah. feeling pretty down you know so and it's not like because I'm, you know, the Olympics. I'm always hyped up, ready to go. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there are certainly days where I'm like, I'd rather not, you know. But <laughs> I'm staying a bit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not some freak of, you know, nature when it comes to that. But um, yeah. So that's that's the sort of career path I think I'd like to go in. Brilliant. Yeah. The opportunity to train an Olympian sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, and it, <laughs> that's all you had to put in the business card. Pretty much. Yeah. Just the rings, and then just sort of call me. Um, um, when, do you, <laughs> when do you decide then whether you want to give the sailing for 2020 a go because um, your whole program up to Rio was four years long so yeah, surely that has to decision kick in made. soon yeah actually funny enough our last program was was actually quite it was three it was about three and a half so we, we were a bit shorter than most teams but um, a lot of people now are having a break you know it's a, it's a very intense program and you just can't keep your body working at that rate so yeah, um, yeah I don't know but probably before the, the the year at some point yeah. I'm certainly um, just not really thinking about it at the moment because yeah. I kind of it's just want to even to think about it it's a lot of commitment yeah, yeah I mean until yeah what are you doing driving me crazy <laughs> no I was just waiting for our kit to get back from, from Rio and then yeah. we sort of have to sort it out then you know because yeah. um there's a lot of stuff in that container, so uh, hopefully it arrives back. Doesn't sink halfway through. <laughs> Pretty devastating. That would be bad crack yeah. altogether. Yeah. Um, you'd mentioned earlier as well, kind of the fact that uh, hopefully 
the success of this year's Olympics for kind of the, the sailing and around and that will encourage people to get more involved in it. So obviously, kind of Dunleary is your neck of the woods, then. Yeah. So are you involved in kind of like the next generation, so to speak, and kind of coaching them at all, or is that something you think you would like to do? Or yeah, I mean, I'm certainly open for you know talking to anyone who wants yeah. to talk about it. Um, I, yeah, I grew up in Dunleary, and um, you know, I grew up sailing down on the seafront and you know i only started in 2000 and i think it was 2008 competitive sailing Jeez, so yeah. i was i'm i'm a like pure example of someone who literally if you just want to go and do something you know do go it. and do it and 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 i really encourage yeah, anyone coming through if it's something that they just would like to try like yeah. try it because you know it's you might you might love it and um you know, Dunleary is such a fantastic place for for learning, and really, like our whole coast is just yeah. buzzing. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, and even the amount of times even you'd be driving down with a seafront, um, Scrum Diddleys or Teddies is optional. Just saying, you know what <laughs> I mean? um, not if you're made out. Why else would you be at the seafront? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like even if you're on the dart or whatever, and you'd see out in the bay just boats, and I don't have to regard or yeah. the race or what, but. There's something always on, like, so... There is, yeah. If you've any interest at all, yeah, get involved. At any level, too, you know? I mean, the big boat stuff, they're always looking for crew. You know, it's great crack and good barbecues, good, you know, atmosphere. yacht club parties are... Pretty good fun. Infamous. They are. Infamous. Great crack. I've never been to one. (laughs) (laughs) But I have have delivered to them. There was a great uh, homecoming for you in the people's park as well. Yeah. Wow. You must have been proud of that. God, we were not expecting that at all. Like, um, I'd flown in that day. I'd only flown in at four and we had to be there for five. So I came straight from the airport and uh, we arrived on um, uh, ribs or like motorboats to the to the pier. And it was just amazing, you know, it's just to see uh, to see so many people come and, yeah. and just see everyone so happy. And then we went into People's Park. There was about I heard there was about 2000 people or so there. Easily. Yeah. Which yeah. I mean, you're just standing on stage and like, I can't believe like, you know, it was just it was phenomenal. Dang. It was really yeah. fun to share it with everyone. And you don't have proud, day. like, you know what I mean? That was so, it, yeah. It's an incredible story, really. Um, I think as well, part of it, though, like. It is, as you said, the, the fact that you only took it up in two thousand eight competitively, like, and now you're an Olympian. Th- there is so that that is that kind of anybody can do a kind of story. Like, definitely, it's amazing, you know? definitely. I mean, it is just yeah. It's just you know you want something, you go get it, and I really believe that. You know, I only it was actually the nicest thing that's happened since I've come home is I received a letter the other day from a nine year old girl in Roscommon. And wow. she met, she, they'd been given a task in school to write to somebody that they admire. And she, yeah, she wrote me a note. She's only nine and her name is Saskia. And, uh, you know, it was just the most, I just, you know, I mean, it's, it's amazing to, to, you know, to, to think that somebody, you know, would, would do that. Yeah. And the other side of the, the, country, side of the like. country. But not even just, just somebody would do, do that, it, you yeah, know, yeah. and, and. And obviously, yeah, I wrote, I wrote straight back to her and sent her one of my Olympic badges. And, but it was, it was just so nice to see that, you know, the stories of, of the games and of sport kind of have carried, you know, to all around Ireland so that, you know, it's, it will hopefully inspire someone to be like, 
you know and I said to her I was like you know if you really believe you can do something as long as you're happy you know you really can achieve anything so you know just whatever she does in life uh, you know that's so nice hopefully yeah. it sticks it's you know because yeah it was amazing it really it was the most touching thing so I always amazing. keep that letter it was amazing yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah love that her handwriting was considerably better than mine. <laughs> it, was, it, was quite, it was quite impressive. <laughs> the fir- you're, that's the first thing you said when you're Yeah. Like, Look at her handwriting. Literally, I, wrote, I said it to her. Yeah. I, I try to type everything now. I just can't. I'm like, nobody's going to be able to. I might as well have done that in crayon. Really? Yeah. Right. Awesome. Scribble. I always remember um, going back to school after the summer break and not being able to write. Are you a lefty? Yeah, lefty all the way. Man. You sick animal. How have we not noticed that now? don't know. I've never noticed it before, but now I'm... Absolute oh. lefty all the way. I feel dirty. <laughs> Would you smudge the page if you used ink pens? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, pencil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ink pens, Jesus. Graham pencil, American. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> A little quill? Yeah, <laughs> a little quill. <laughs> Amazing, yeah. Um, so you, we're running out of time mainly because I know uh, the car is waiting to bring you the coppers. So, <laughs> Stop. they've looked after us well. Yeah, we have. Yeah, it's been great yeah. fun. They always make a really good effort with all the Olympians coming home. Yeah, I mean, it's probably the last big Olympian should be, but <laughs> at I, the same time, <laughs> I think it's the first place you should be. <laughs> yeah, sure. The, the, yeah. the guy lads go there straight away after they win. Everybody, the remember, remember Robbie Keane brought was it the sports team he brought over and Peter Crouch was stuck in there for like four days and you made the phone off yeah. the, the height of Peter Crouch in like a basement nightclub <laughs> just ridiculous carry on man it's Copper's basement Apparently yeah it is, there's yeah. many floors in Copper's yeah Copper's I was, I was only ever there once it's did you get gold card membership and all? I did yeah I have it in my wallet no way yeah what it was, does it actually get you Um, it Free in, skip yeah, the queue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free in, skip the queue, and yeah, sure. I, I don't really, sure. I don't know. I didn't really test it out, to be honest. Just we, in fairness, to skip that queue on Saturday yeah, night fairness, is yeah. a massive bonus because yeah. it's yeah. it's uh, normally you, buzzing. But no, the lads are very good and uh, they've looked after us very well. So have to say, props yeah. to coppers. Oh, coppers. Coppers, oh, coppers. Coppers at Christmas is the exception of my never got coppers rule. <laughs> yeah, because the second they play a few Christmas songs, they're like, ah, sure, look, it's pure mule, but I'll take it. You know what I, I mean? I have been in about 10 years. Yeah, I think last one was there was maybe three years ago. No, more. It has to be more. Jesus, I feel old now. Really old. I don't have to press on now. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> Just get out before they turn the lights on. Then you know, you know. Yeah. You're like, oh dear. Because that, that was, that was, it was Copper's Zaytoon Lewis home. That's how I used to rock. At like the next morning? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, Saskia, if people want to follow you on the social media. Yeah, um, I'm a big Instagrammer. So it's just Sass Tidy. Um, yeah. and sort of that's just kind of your picture yesterday was sensational yeah yeah yeah. Wow. yeah there's been some I love it down there it's yeah. great beautiful um, sunsets sunrises but um, yeah and then Twitter Saski Tidy and um, you know whatever if you want to yeah. hit me up on Facebook it's just Saski Tidy too <laughs> but yeah, definitely, yeah. Nah, my, my story will continue on either Twitter or Sass, Instagram Instagram. Or yeah. have you, Instagram have you got into the Snapchat yeah, I am, but I'm not a massive Snapchat yeah, fan. All the kids seem to be on Snapchat now, that's it. And Joanne McNally. I, I, literally, geez. I'm like, my life's not interesting enough anymore for yeah. that. Mine, I, I, I use it literally to plug the podcast or take a video of my dog barking at nothing. 
Yeah, I do it to probably take a picture of the tricolor that's still hanging out my back since the Euros. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying this isn't coming down. I must have yeah. done that three times, but I find it, and like I, I do be on Snapchat, but like there does be people that like actually vlog. Yeah. Vlog, yeah. yeah. I just wouldn't have the neck to do that. I'm following a few of them, but some people are in the middle of the supermarket and like chatting, and I'm like, I couldn't yeah. do that. I'd be too embarrassed. Yeah, they have their trolley and they're like, yeah. I uh, wonder if I'll get my. Uh, will I get this? People yeah. watching you, man. Yeah. I went through a phase of Snapchatting me wrecking my girlfriend's head. Oh, that um, was brilliant, though. Like trying to learn Russian. And uh, <laughs> I used to, because apparently I can't say Russian words properly. So Don't blame you. Hard. It is, yeah. And like it literally got to the point where there was about 15 videos in a row of me just going, tea. And she'd be like, tea. And I'd be like, tea. And she'd be like, tea. And I'm like, I'm saying what you're saying. You're not fucking saying what I'm saying. <laughs> she's going mad at me. And I'm like, well, there's no need for that now, Oksana. Come on. Now. <laughs> Get a grip. Um, so, yeah. So then she actually went on Snapchat and she's like, you video me. No, don't know what you're talking about. So I'm not allowed to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and Instagram now have a bit of a Snapchat thing going on, don't they? Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah, yeah stories, stories. I'd use that one now. I wouldn't use Snapchat yeah. as much. Yeah, is it pretty much the same gig? Like yeah, it's a it's ten same. second video or something, or yeah, can you do yeah. longer videos? No, it's ten seconds, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I think I watched maybe three of them since. Like I've I've seen them. Like every time you go on Instagram, they're at the top of the page. Like, but I think I've only watched a couple of them. So I think the I watched, they seem cooler. I think it was Rosanna Davidson at a book launch or something like that and I can't remember what the other ones were but you follow Rosanna Davidson? Of course I do yeah she's a great girl I follow way too many food blogs and oh jeez you be starving yeah. literally Ace, drooling over the kind of phone oh my god stop sensational carry on yeah altogether. but I couldn't wait before the games I was like I have to block this <laughs> <laughs> this is just unfollow, torture un, yeah. unfollow unfollow it's like what like how and how yeah. do people have time to make all that food during the day I mean yeah. I try, but... Whoa. Rosanna Davidson's a vegan as well. Is she vegan? Yeah. I thought she was vegetarian. I That's don't like commitment. her anymore. She's I love my meat. Yeah, I I, if, my if somebody told me to give up steak, I'd be like, you need to get the boat, just the long boat, and go somewhere far away. <laughs> you don't. End of story. Like, I'm not having that. I'm not. No cows are delicious. I, I haven't been to uh, Aussie Barbecue yet. Have you not? I haven't been there. I want to go there too. I yeah. haven't been to Aussie Barbecue in ages, but like, get the, the beast box. Yeah, just full of me. Full of me. That's just pure, pure uh, protein. Burger, oh, we have to stop. I haven't eaten starving. On that note, uh, Graham, you're at Merigan Mania. Yeah. I'm at Andrew Murray. Uh, obviously, the podcast is at WTS Pod. You can check out previous chapters on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Podcast Republic, Podcast Addict, anywhere and everywhere there is a podcast. Search WTS Pod and we'll be there. Thanks for Patrick Castle Hotel for putting us up, putting a roof over our head and giving us heaters. Keeping us warm. Yeah. And for allowing us to bring Saskia in and somewhat resemble the heat in Rio. Um, <laughs> Feeling very at home. Yep. And what else do I need to say? Nothing. That's it. That's it? Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, Paul Howard's new book. Oh, Paul Howard's new book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a long, 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 long time ago when Paul Howard was on, way back in chapter three, he uh, told us details of a book he'd written about a bloke called Tara... Tara Brown. Tara Brown. And uh, it's called I Read the News Today, Oh Boy. And it's out now in Hodges and Figgis. Yeah. It's a great name for a bookshop. It is. It's just fun to say. <laughs> That's I just like it. I'm like Hodges and Figgis. Is Tara Brown a man? Yep. Wow. As far as I know, it's a man. I didn't know that. It's either that or I've been reading the wrong thing. No. So, yeah, it's so. Short and 
glided life of Tara Brown, the man who inspired the Beatles' greatest song. I read the news today, oh boy. So there you go, friend of the show, Paul Howard, his new book. Check it out. It's in all good bookshops and probably some rubbish ones too. We're going for a book lunch. Yeah. We'll tell you about that next week. But Graham, until then, clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. Good luck.